0: Welcome back to Chit Chat with Allie Cat. I'm your host, Alley Cat, and man, I feel like it's been a while. just death in general like folks you know not being able to celebrate life or bury their dead um, in the ways that we historically have Um, and a lot of things have come up for me around that Um, I know this week is the anniversary of my grandma's death um Actually, the day that this podcast comes out, Um, that brings up a lot of emotions um, that I think about, you know, I've, I've held space for them and also I just think about coping. And so when I, gosh, when I am mentioning coping, I'm thinking about a plethora of things, not just like like what we're doing to get by but like the ways in which we've taught we've been taught how to cope um and so like the coping we've either learned or seen um and what that what the impact of that right so i think one of the biggest coping mechanisms i've seen in my family since I was a young young child is laughter um I do believe laughter is healing I think laughter is necessary but I've also seen laughter used as a shield um laughter used as misdirection laughter um as an escape you know it's an escape route and so what I've been thinking a lot about in like this past week is, like, what are some other coping things I've learned and normalized that, like, might not, that have, like, healthy aspects to them, but they might not be healthy. Um, Another example is this week I was cooking a lot. Um, My grandma and I really connected over food, over recipes, over being in the kitchen and Um, whipping something up and like sharing a meal and so a lot of what I did this week was just like cooking different things and whipping stuff up and I wasn't always hungry I wasn't like gosh it wasn't like yeah I wasn't always like oh yeah this is something I need to eat right now it was just like I did it just to do it um gosh bear with me y'all. Oh man. Um but I I think it's important that we identify what coping looks like for us in a variety of ways in the ways that are healthy and unhealthy and instead of you know creating this like I don't know this space where we assume that it's one or the other I think it's important for us to just breathe but also like give ourselves some grace i think that's one thing for me i've been trying to figure out how to be more compassionate with myself i am someone who is incredibly hard on myself and i know i've talked about it in previous episodes but that achievement oriented nature has kept me in a space where i constantly am I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm doing things to get past something. And so being in this place of like constant doing, I don't get a chance to process. And, you know, the, all of the shelter in place, I've had a lot. <coughs> Excuse me. I've had a lot of place and time. Um, well, space and time. <laughs> I don't know. Shelter in place. I've had a lot of space and time to process to like deeply process and wrap my head around a number of things um and I think it's just like yeah there's so much that that's generational right like and I do believe we are the generation to break these curses you know we are the generation to break these patterns and these cycles of I don't want to just keep throwing toxicity out there, because people will just keep throwing toxicity out there, like, oh, that's so toxic, like, you don't even know what that means, but I just think that it's time for us to let go of what no longer serves us for what never served us, and that's really what this current full moon is all about, Um, you know, Scorpio is, it's death, it's rebirth, it's this space for transformation and transmutation and like it's it's the caterpillar becoming the butterfly and in that moment you know it's grueling it's not easy like it is back breaking it is all of the tears it's 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 lonely it's oh man it's just so many different like different things and I feel like we have come to a place where we you know we like to um we like to hype stuff up we like to you know trivialize self-care we like to make self-love be this like really trendy thing that we're all doing right now and like the truth is like most of us aren't the truth is like it's a battle we're in a battle to like wake up every day and do the things that we do and try to find some sense of a rhythm some sense of a routine some sense of self in all of this and so like coping to me I think about the things I do that get me by you know the things I do that can bring me back to um like equilibrium or that like inspire me or um hold space for me you know hold me in a way that is loving and caring and comforting um so whether it's like watching like a funny show or um like, reading, um, like, rereading a book that really resonates with me to, um, lately it's been, like, open mics and writing workshops because it just helps me to, like, release all of that. Like, writing, I think, is one of my, like, strongest forms of coping um, and processing. I do a lot of processing in my writing, and so, like, being able to Right. Right in a space that's for me and not for performance, not for presentation, not for like being polished, I think has been like one of the most like gratifying things I've been able to do. Um, and now that I'm thinking about it, I, I want to add on to a piece that it just, it just came to me. But <laughs> I bring all that to bring that back. So the week before. Uh, my grandma passed away I I wrote I wrote a poem and I don't know what it was and I was just like I was at speak on it in Oakland and I was like okay the prompt like just brought me to this place of like honoring her so I wrote it and I think that I read it too like I don't remember but again I've been very like undercover like <laughs> like in my little shell about my poetry and my writing um and I don't know why but it's just it's a process um but that piece like that piece has been a source of so much coping and processing and understanding um in this past year I've read it at different different places different moments um by myself I actually read this piece at uh her celebration of life service and uh, I mean that was that was definitely the hardest the hardest thing I've ever had to read um, because I didn't I oh man I could barely read I was like Okay, so let me make this as big as I can so I can read it. Um, and I just remember, like, it's like, I'm just gonna be here. I'm just gonna do my best. Um, you know, the services in a church that, like, I had been in, like, my whole life. Um, because she had been a member of that church since they moved to the ca- to California. Let's say to the California to the Bay. <laughs> um, and so man, I'm really over here crying. That's okay. See, like I'm truly embracing these emotions because they're a part of this process. They're a part of this understanding. And I'm such a water baby, so I probably would be crying anyways. But I think that it's important for us to embrace what is and not be so hard on ourselves. I think a lot of folks are realizing <laughs> they've adopted habits from their families that they thought they never would or, like, said they'd never have. Um, you know, the feel like folks are realizing they've fallen into patterns that they, they swore against um, or ways of being or, you know. And I think that we just have to acknowledge what it is we want And I think that's why affirmations are so important, to be able to say, like, I'm declaring this really, it just, one, it's you creating that space for yourself. And two, putting it out there into this infinite vast universe, um, it just amplifies it. So amplifying what it is you want and calling it to you. Rather than boohooing about what you don't have, you know complaining about where you're where you are that you don't want to be, because there was a point in your life where you were looking at where you are now, wishing you could get there, yeah, so just being able to sit with it. I think we just have to sit with it. We're so prone. We're so programmed to feel like we have to keep going. We have to keep moving. We have to be moving at a million miles a second, like productivity or bust, because rest is not taught to anybody. And I think we need to learn how to rest, That has been my biggest takeaway in this entire, entire situation. I know that there are a million more in terms of, you know, structures that (laughs) have the shakiest foundation um, or slash no foundation um, to, you know, mental health. And so for me, I just when I think about coping, I think about this like reset. We have to do a reset there needs to be a place where we're able to know we can come back to, you know, like a home base. And I don't think we get we learn to give ourselves a home base. So I I'm encouraging everyone. I know I'm working on within myself to like really give myself a home base, to honor my boundaries, to really really verbalize the things that I want and like really call them to me and claim them. Um I definitely spent a lot of time running from them. Um running from myself, running from my power, running from my purpose, really um and that that in itself is probably a whole other podcast. <laughs> but I just think that within this space that you know we are we're really getting to know ourselves all over again. We're getting to know the people around us. We're really like getting this opportunity to reflect on how we move, reflect on how we have been moving and why and how. And I really am repeating the how again purposely because it's, it's what's most important. Like how have you been moving in your life? Um, has it been towards the things that you want, the, you know, person you want to be, or has it just been because it's the way that it is? Um, I think that for me, like, I've, I fell into some, like, ruts of complacency, and so my coping responses in those regards is, like, eating, like, unhealthy food and, like, you know, all of these, like, different things that, like, I... I want to move away from i mean i'm sure it's it's like inevitable every once in a while but (laughs) to the degree where it's like an automatic response um i want to move from that so that's something i'm claiming for myself and i think that another one that hit me today oh man i was like what the heck i hadn't been on my yoga mat in like a month and if you know me you know i like i'm yeah I love yoga and it's like really wonderful for my mind for my body for just my spirit and I just didn't feel like I had the space to do it I didn't feel like I yeah I just didn't feel like I had the space so today I pulled my mat out and um, I started to do some yoga Um, black yoga has been doing daily yoga at 5:30 every day and so that's been nice just to see and I like I support it so I'm always sharing it um but 5:30 isn't a time that always works for me so anyways I just it's hard for me to hop on and today I did so I get on and all of a sudden out of nowhere all day I've been fine my allergies are acting up and I'm like oh god why <laughs> why now um my nose is like like, okay, so this is what's happening. So I I did about, like, 15, 20 minutes of yoga, and it felt amazing. And it reminded me of a time where yoga was how I coped. Um, I just, there were a number of um, deaths really close to me back-to-back over, um, I don't know, the last three four, four years now. Wow. Um, and so yoga and poetry became my coping. Um, I was, I threw my body into the yoga and allowed for my mind to be able to focus on the writing. Um, and I wrote, I wrote a lot and I've been writing, um, and the two are interconnected in so many ways. And, Um, yeah, so I realized that my coping was kind of, like, an opposite lately of, like, I haven't been on my mat in a month. Like, that's not a norm, um, and I can feel it, like, I was like, oh my gosh, my back. Um, (laughs) but I think that those those moments for me are cool to be able to inquire and question. And I know that means the same thing, but really to like be curious about that, to be like interested in what this like space is and why. And like, you know, for me, I'm, I wonder like, why am I running from my body or what am I running from in my body? And what does that look like? And, you know, just thinking a lot about, um, what my relationship with food has been in my life um and you know like the different areas of coping that like relates to food um whether it's eating or not eating so that has been a deep a deep deep place for me um and I'll wrap I'll wrap it up now um i yeah, I just want to urge everyone to release the things that no longer serve you, to reflect on what home base is, what that looks like, what it feels like. Um, how do you honor yourself there? And, you know, the ways in which you cope, what the coping looks like, what it's like in the past, what's changed? Have you changed? Ah, the circumstances change it's always something it's shifting changing transforming all right y'all catch you next time